0: Check one, two, bro. Just use your Italian voice. Check one, two, bro. No, no, your Italian voice.
1: Check one, two, bro.
0: (laughs) There's pasta coming out your nose.
1: Check one, two, bro. (laughs) That's way too loud, but this is good, and this is normal. What is up? Take it or leave it, this is. Oh hey Yoda Thanks for joining us today on our show it's great. Oh yes
0: no problem
1: What are you laughing at?
0: Because I didn't expect you to do it again <laughs>
1: Again? What do you mean?
0: Yoda to visit
1: Okay You scared Yoda again And why we're saying again is because Well It's also the reason that we missed a whole week So a whole episode gone Because we got about 20 minutes into it 30 minutes maybe, and my computer crashed. Therefore, it was way too late to start a new show, and we were slammed busy this weekend, so we just couldn't do it. So tonight's going to be a beautiful mixture of last week and a little bit of this week because not a lot happened in the last week. So we threw a little bit in, Wimbledon, um, some surprises for later on. Anyways, enough of this. You don't need to know this. It doesn't matter. Yoda is offended and left because you laughed at him and he's never coming back.
0: Leave it or take it, you
1: shall. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> Last week when we did it, you were terrible and that was pretty good. So, I mean, you are Yoda. So, bye, Yoda. Have a good day.
0: Bye bye.
1: Wait, I was trying to think if I could say bye bye backwards, but even it'd be the same thing backwards. Okay, the I'm vibe. over this. <laughs> I. I'm over this. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, We probably lost every one of our listeners at this point. So if you're still with us, thanks for sticking around. We're going to get to it. We've got a lot of stuff to go over today, a lot of stuff to talk about. And we are going to (laughs) start with NBA Free Agency, which we are now two weeks late on. Wow. So feeling pretty good. So we'll start with that, Uh, obviously, right off the bat big one. We were all wondering where the heck Kawhi Leonard was going to go. He left us hanging for almost an entire week. And of course, at two in the morning, he drops the bomb that he is going to
0: the Los Angeles Clippers.
1: That is correct. The Clippers, not the Lakers, which would make Easton your champion of our little thing that we had going on he predicted that he would go to the clippers and he also predicted that he would go there on friday which he ended up going early saturday morning
0: 2 a.m saturday morning which i had not gone to bed yet by the time i got that notification so for me it was still friday by those rules we're probably
1: still stuck in 2018 but because in college we stayed up all night a lot
0: but like you your 24 hours for the next day like isn't 24 hours so you're saying you just get let see like, the way whenever I think you're of awake it, that's a whole day so if you nap that probably really screws with you
1: yeah the way i think of it is if you don't go to sleep let's say it's so today's the 17th if i don't go to sleep and tomorrow's still the 17th for me and it's not the 18th until i go to sleep then what if I go to sleep the night of the 18th and wake up the 19th for everybody else, but for me, it's still the
0: 18th. So I was right. Kawhi went to the Clippers. <laughs> yes. I'm glad we got out of that because my head hurts.
1: I need a drink. Ah, moving on. Uh, so not only does Kawhi go to the Clippers, Sandy someone's Green. joining him, I believe. Oh. Sorry. What'd you say?
0: Danny Green. Oh, I yeah. No, no, no. supposed no. to be yeah, in we can connection touch on that. with Kawhi. We can touch on that. Look. But he went to LA. He did. Which he is went. weird
1: because we thought he was waiting for Kawhi to make his decision and he was going to make the same decision.
0: Correct. But he went to the Lakers not the Clippers. Still in LA so they can still be bros and hang out.
1: My thought on that is he was probably he probably thought, because I'm sure Kawhi kind of kept a secret from everybody outside of his, right. his kind of
0: circle. Yes.
1: Which I think like, we, we know Danny Green is, like, Inside Kawhi's circle. closest friend, but, like, in the league, but st- he might not have. T- so, I think Danny Green might have been so sure Kawhi was going to the Lakers that he got set on the idea of playing with AD and playing Lebr- with LeBron that when Kawhi decided on the Clippers, he was like, sorry, dude, I'm still going to go to the Lakers. But he might regret, well, no, because this, he wouldn't regret it. Who else went to join with Kawhi in, in the Clippers? Someone, I can't remember his name.
0: Sorry, I thought I had a mosquito on me. Paul George. <laughs> I did not
1: forget his name. I thought he was going to come in and have my back there, but he's too busy messing with mosquitoes.
0: I don't like mosquitoes. That's true. They're pretty bad. Wait, I have a question for you. Yes. 100% off topic, but 100% necessary. Okay. So, vegans are against killing animals, correct? Yes. Do they swap mosquitoes?
1: I think it that kind of goes down to, do you find, do you consider insects animals? Because they technically have their own species i guess which would be insects it's probably not a species but whatever an insect is like i I think it's different from an animal
0: so they would they're allowed to kill mosquitoes
1: i would i would think so and not all vegans don't think you should kill animals right yeah i guess vegans
0: that's the whole point is to not kill them and not eat them
1: well I don't know to if they because like, like a lot of vegans don't care that we kill animals like that meat eaters eat meat they just don't want to eat meat themselves. Well, then there they, are those vegans they that want
0: like, they want proper treatment of the animals. That's some vegans. That's
1: not all. Some oh. it's just a health oh. thing. So they just want to be healthier and like in their mind that's the best way for them to be healthy. And that's fine. But then there are some that are yes. So the ones that are like it is pretty sad how animals that are like treated.
0: animal activists do they kill mosquitoes?
1: That'd be a better question, and I don't know. My guess would still be yes, though.
0: What about bees? There's a huge thing about saving the bees right now. Yeah. So it's on your arm. It's about to sting you. Do you slap it or do you just? Shake I don't think it I've off? ever
1: thought like kill the bee. I always think kill the wasp. Okay. Bees to me, I'm like, I know they can sting me, but I know they don't want to because yeah. I think they have the, the self awareness to know that they're gonna die. Okay. Um. So Paul George also goes to yeah i was 100 percent sucked in on that me too thank you oh my gosh paul george that. also goes to the clippers on a trade record-breaking trade from the thunder uh the well the thunder sent him the clippers sent the thunder i think five first round picks from now went through like or in the span of now to like 2024 2025 something like that yeah, i think that's right yeah somewhere in that range maybe even 2026 which i was listening to something i can't remember what it was and they were talking about – think about it. One of those picks, that one number one pick, is right now in, like, eighth grade.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: That's how long they have picks for from, like, the Thunder.
0: That's unreal.
1: Or from the Clippers, rather. The Thunder <laughs> have from the Clippers. So pretty crazy. Do you but think Paul they're going to
0: save them? Do you think they're going to have one that lasts until 2024? Um, do you think they're going to use them prior? That's the thing. The only way they can use them prior is if they trade them for pieces.
1: But if they just decide, no, we're going to build something over the next five years, then – I mean,
0: what if they eventually get a first-round draft pick, and they get the first pick, and they steal Bronny from LeBron?
1: Ooh, they draft Bron, Jr. Because if you think about it. LeBron James has a chance to play with his son.
0: Yeah, and i i that's my like take on it is that he's gonna stay until he plays with him. You think so? Potentially, yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna stay to play. I don't know if he
1: will because he's so involved now with LA and like movies and stuff. I think he's—I think he'll be done in four or five years, and LeBron Jr. won't be in the league by then. I don't think he's. Well, was he in eighth grade this year or ninth? I think he's—he's in high school. So if he was in ninth. He could, I guess. That's only five more years. So, I mean, he could be. I, my
0: take is he's going to stay in the league to play with his son. Interesting. I don't think he'll be able to stay around long enough to get a ring with them, Because that's going to be a lot to have a team at that caliber to be able to get a ring with your son. But I think he's going to stay to play with his son.
1: It's like some Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. crap. Yeah. Like, remember, you know that. that's one of my favorite sports moments is them hitting back-to-back homers.
0: That it, It's unreal, dude. So like, cool. Like, it's it's not something that you can, like, set up either, you know? Could
1: you imagine a... A Braun to Braun Jr. Oop. Because Braun James Sr. would be a little old at that point. Knees be. Knees be a little beat. Yeah. But either way, vice versa or him to son, son to him. Oop. That would be pretty unreal. Yeah. Pretty dope. I'd like it a lot. All right. So moving on. We already talked about Danny Green. Um, Oh,
0: from Thunder again. Russ went to Houston.
1: Yeah, that's right. I didn't even. No, I did have this. I had this at the end of our list because those two things, him. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. So okay, yeah, yeah. I'm jumping ahead.
0: I got a little excited. I'm sorry.
1: Let's get to that because that I remember that happened right before we yes, right as we were recording last week. So that's our breaking news. We're still gonna do breaking news tonight for that. Yep. So just forget what you just heard. Like you don't already know, it didn't happen (laughs) a week ago. Uh, Boogie to the Lakers. Yes. Nice piece. If he can come back healthy. Yeah. Huge for. Well, they are a big team now. Like AD Boogie, yeah, they're big body. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Like they're a big team. That's that's they're, they they're a large team. They got size. Even Kuzma's not small, like right? For his, I mean, you know, at the two position or whatever he plays, I think he's like six 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 eight something like that. So he's a big he's a pretty lanky guy as well. Um, I like them. I like them a lot. We'll get into our little like, kind of ranking thing. What, who we've got on top in a little bit. Quinn Cook also to Lakers. Good little shooting point guard from uh from the Warriors. So also from the Warriors, basically, uh, Boogie was a free agent. Quinn Cook, I believe, was also a free agent. Both left the Warriors this year. He just didn't get rec- recognized because of Steph yeah. and Sean Livingston. Both Steph and Sean Livingston were point guards, obviously very both very good point guards. Uh, so he didn't get a lot of playing time, but he's shooting for his career like 42% from three.
0: So, And Livingston's gone.
1: Livingston is gone as well, which was shocking to me, not to you. I don't. Th- I think because I. Th- I think you were
0: like, eh. I make Because sense. The, it was on the Warriors that they didn't sign him, and that didn't surprise me. Okay, gotcha. I thought he was a good role player for as a bench point guard. I thought he had been, but, but I mean, if you could, you know, now they not now they have D'Lo, but I mean,
1: yeah, but he's gonna start with with Curry. At I think something yeah.
0: specifically with Clay out. But yeah, but if Clay's in. D'Lo could be a nice refresher to come in after he Curry. He could be a
1: fantastic bench player, but I think he's kind of solidified. I I would like to see the lineup of Steph at the one, D'Lo at the two, Clay at the three. It'd be a small lineup, especially with Draymond as your four and whoever you got at your five. Yeah. But it'd be a crazy athletic and very good shooting lineup. Yeah. But anyways, but it's I guess it's a worse shooting lineup than when they had KD. So it's you know because D'Lo. Is basically taking that role. Not the same role that KD had, but it's basically just replacing KD with D'Lo, and is not as good a shooter as KD. Right. Moving on, what else we got? Do we have breaking news? Not yet. Also Rondo to the Lakers. Resigned, so nothing big there. Yeah. Good veteran, very smart player. One of the all-time smart players in the league. Kind of a crap season last year, but that was just a really weird roster. I think this is a much better roster for all of them. Uh, I think it'll be interesting. So,
0: it's not it's I see a lot of role players oh, yeah. going to LA. Like, you know, it doesn't seem like they all are like I want to be the number 1 and I want to be like the face of the franchise. It feels like they're all like all right, let's do this. Let's build something and let's get that ring.
1: Yeah, I mean, cuz obviously LeBron is going to be that number 1, but he's older. I think they're hoping that Kuzma will probably take that number one spot along with AD because I, I know they want to keep AD long-term. But Kuzma's got to be your, your guy because AD is never going to be – he's a fantastic player, but he's so big. He's he's never going to be as athletic as an Tacumbo or LeBron James, so he can't be that like go-to scorer. So I think Kuzma's – I think they're hoping Kuzma steps into that role because he's a nice athletic wing player. If he can start shooting really well and being a little more aggressive on the offensive end, he's got some defensive skill. It'll be interesting. And then AD's obviously he's just he's a monster. So they're set up really nicely for the future or for the near future, but you're right. Still a lot of role players on the team. Yeah. We've got to see where they where they fall. Now breaking news just happened just now last week when we started recording. <laughs> Would you like to break it? You already broke it. So you want to break it again? Sure. Russell, Russell Westbrook.
0: Yeah, so it was uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yes. Am
1: I breaking it again? No, you already broke it once. I'll break it again. Russell Westbrook is now a rocket to Houston, and Chris Paul
0: went to the Thunder. Is now
1: a Thunder. You still broke it before me. You said it both times before I could. Sorry. It's okay. You're just a better. You're better at this. So, um, so who after do you after... think. Go ahead.
0: After hearing that Chris Paul went to the Thunder, um, I didn't really like the idea of him being there just because he didn't really have anyone else to work with. There wasn't much left with the Thunder. And then later we heard news that they're just going to use him as a trade piece and he's not actually going to play. With the thunder, yeah, that's so right. That I'm okay with, and I think that's smart.
1: They said their ideal, like it may not happen, but their ideal purpose for him would be not to touch the basketball as right. a thunder. Yes, right. Yes, I saw that as well. It um, sounds so were, weird,
0: calling him a thunder. Yeah, I know. I hate it. You should just, just call him ahead. like a thunderbolt, as a bolt, a bolt of light. He's lightning. the newest bolt. I no, because thunder's sound. Yeah, thunder sound. Um, the clap. <laughs> that is not good. The thunder clap.
1: Um so He's a clap of thunder. Let's say let's say they did keep them. Like obviously Russ is gonna stay and then let's say Chris Paul was gonna stay with the Thunder who do you think got better? Like what team got better?
0: That's that's a real toss up because if Russell uh Westbrook can shrink his head a little bit in Houston, and is okay with not being the number one or the face of the franchise, I think Houston wins. Because Westbrook and Harden have played together before. And played well. And played well together before. But I believe him and KD, Harden and KD both left because of Westbrook.
1: Partially Harden was because they didn't want to pay him. And KD and Russ, and they were all kind of up. They were all kind of that same age, young guys, ready for contract. So a lot of it, Harden didn't have a say in. But I agree. I don't think he was upset that he had that he left. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Because um, now he's the face of the franchise. He's the number one. He's he's clearly.
1: Russ he, is a good player. He's he's clearly better than Russ.
0: Yes, and he was runner up for MVP this year. Yes. So I mean, I I think if if Russ. Can somehow learn to take the number two spot or or just to you know jump in the passenger seat. If
1: he can just learn to be a real point guard. Oh like, there, there you go. Like know your limits. He can't shoot the three, so don't. <clears throat> he's a fantastic passer. Do it. And take it to the to the rack when you can, because he's an, he's electric at the hoop. You know, he's a great finisher. He can jam it on most people in the league. Not a great jump shooter, but when he gets close to the rim he can do it. So just do what you're good at. Pass the ball and take it to the hole when there's an open when there's an open look. Give Harden as many shots as you can get him. He's a good shooter. I mean, he's, a, yeah. he's I'll never call Harden might sound funny. I don't think I'd call him a great shooter because he does shoot in the high 30s as far as three-point percentage goes and there's just better shooters than him. But with the volume he takes and the amount he, ma- I mean, he makes a lot of shots. He scores a lot of points. I, in my opinion, Harden's probably the best offensive player in the league. I think you could argue that because of how good he is at the hoop as well. Is, I mean, you give him, especially when refs are giving him four or five steps with, you know, without dribbling, whatever. <laughs> the Harden um, step back. Yep. The Harden step back. The Harden Euro step. And yeah. yeah, but I mean,
0: it, if if uh, Westbrook can really fall into this role and become an essential like textbook point guard I think it'll work out great for Houston you know if he drives and then always dish it back out to Harden Harden hits set three you know I like it, it, it That's what I'm saying. it, yeah, it could can... it could work I would I would like to see it work because that'd make it even more interesting yeah you know for the league but
1: I was honestly ready last week and you know this to say the Rockets got worse the Thunder got better I'm gonna take a step back now and say contingent on what Westbrook does, I think the Rockets um, yeah. may have gotten better. Yeah. But if he they comes could in, have. if he comes in the same Russell the Westbrook, the yes. potential would be better. Yes, because Chris Paul is great, he's getting old. Yes. I would take Russ over Chris Paul personally. At the same time, Chris Paul's IQ is off the charts. He's very he's hard to play with as well though. They're both kind of hard players to play with, yeah. both Russell and Chris Paul. So you might as well take the more athletic one yeah. that's still playing better basketball. That being said, If Russ stays the same Russ that he was with the Thunder, I don't think the Rockets did get better. I don't think they got necessarily much worse because it's still a lot of firepower on that team. But I think they were better with Chris Paul. If Russ stays the same as the Thunder, he has to adjust. All of that being said, did you get a list together or like any ranking like your your rankings? I didn't really ask you to do it, but as far as the West and the East goes, like now as everything lies now.
0: No. That's okay. You sent me the one text. Yeah. So what I'll do is
1: I'll go through mine. Anything that catches your your eye or or your ear, let me know what you would change. So the way it stands, I'll start with the West. I like the Clippers as the favorites, followed very closely by the Lakers. I think there are inches in between these two teams. I do like the Clippers simply based off defensively. They have three of the best wing defenders, yes, and then Patrick Beverly. So Kawhi, Paul George and um Patrick Beverly are all disgusting defenders who can all also play very good offense. Kawhi's a getting better every year shooting the 3. Paul George obviously one of the best in the league shooting the 3. Both of them go to the rack as well. Both it's just and then Patrick Beverly, not as good on offense but still fine.
0: Yeah. Stupid I, defender. I like him a lot. Very good. I like team. him a lot.
1: Again, followed closely by the Lakers. Uh, Rockets with their with their kind of transaction, I would almost move under the Warriors. I have the Rockets next as third in the West currently. Warriors See, I would, fourth. I would
0: leave Warriors fourth. They've got no reason to move up. You keep that the up. same? I've got there's they've got no reason to move up. Okay. They I lost would, a lot. I would
1: say again, contingent on Russ. If Russ is Russ with the Thunder, I might flip those. If I still he won. changes so Easton believes Rockets third, I say third third or fourth depending on how the Warriors out. lost a lot they which did mean,
0: puts a lot of weight on Steph which means he's going to get injured
1: here you go though Warriors clay out the whole season I don't move this okay Warriors clay coming back in February March ready to go for playoffs I like the Warriors to probably jump the Rockets but again a lot of contingencies there so we'll leave it yeah followed by this is going to be the pack that all have a chance at a title or at least going far in the playoffs but we got to see what they do Blazers Nuggets Pelicans, Jazz, Mavericks. Pelicans so low because they're very young. Mavericks same reason, very young. Jazz, a lot of good players, a lot to work with, but I just don't buy into them as much as teams like the Nuggets and the Blazers, who have bona fide stars in this league, as well as obviously the top four. So that's my West. Anything else at the bottom you would change? Do you I, find
0: I would just I'd put Pelicans over Nuggets if I could choose. Okay, Blazers, Pelicans.
1: Yeah, I, I would, so Blazers, Pelicans, Nuggets. I, yeah. I had trouble with those two again it was strictly i like what the nuggets did last year with with uh, joker and, and yeah. you know, they just have a very good team um and then how young the pelicans are do i think the pelicans are more athletic and have more potential in years to come yes i think again i think they're going to be they're going to run the west soon but right now as it stands with that young team i put them a little lower east i had about 5 teams i can see winning a title okay again i take this back not all these teams i think could win a title i think they it's a chance and what i mean by that is there's any
0: the chance to win the East and lose to the West.
1: <laughs> that, or, or 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 win a title if things go the way they did for Toronto last year. Yeah. You know, if, if things happen, and yeah. And so, this is, again, assuming KD plays. Kyrie is fine, whatever. Um, and this is really almost jumping a year and saying KD's healthy the whole year. I had Nuggets first as Nuts. favorites. Sorry, yes, Nets. Nets first. Um, Sixers second. They have a great young core. Bucks third. I'm just not bought into the Bucks like a lot of teams. I think they
0: take and they they a lost slump this year.
1: Yeah, and they lost a lot, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bogdan was huge for them last year. Um I think they take a little bit of a slip this year. I think they're still a great team and I think Giannis probably pushes for another MVP. I could see that. But I think they slip a little bit, followed by Raptors who I just had to put in there because there was not much else in the East, I guess. They there's lost of course the, of the there's of course yeah they lost a lot, they still have a very good team. When you look at the the roster, it's still a good roster. It's just yeah. you lost yes arguably the best player in the league yeah, and then the uh, the Celtics.
0: See, I would, also I would have bumped them a little bit higher. Celtics a little higher. Yeah, I probably would have put the Celtics above the Bucks. Yeah, so I would have li- had them third in the East. I like
1: them with Kemba, um, above the Bucks. Yes. Okay, interesting. I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, so those are my things, and and those kind of with that what is that? That's Eight, about it's close to fifteen teams. I think one, two, three, four, five, nine, fourteen teams. Fourteen teams that could fight for a finals appearance. Appearance that could viably, truly, you could argue this and make people say, okay, maybe could fight for it. And when we have never, we have not had that in four years, eight years,
0: maybe. It feels like just straight dominance. Yeah,
1: it's been okay. We know LeBron's going to be in it. Okay. One year it was, yeah, one year, or for four years, it was pretty much, it'll be the Spurs or the Thunder, and then the next four years where it's going to be LeBron against the Warriors. And now it's like, LeBron could be in it, but so could Kawhi again with the Clippers, so could the Rockets, so could the Warriors, so could blah, blah, and it's just, it's going to be a really interesting league. I like it a lot. That's all I've got for NBA Talk. You got anything else to catch up on? I feel like I talked a lot
0: there. Um... Anything else to catch up on? How was your day? Day was good. Tired? No, not too bad. First day of hitting for our kids.
1: Eason and I coached football. Oh,
0: yeah. Football Little League.
1: Yeah, actually was a little bit disappointing day. Kids were super excited and and went out and just kind of looked like they got scared a little bit, but I think they're coming back tomorrow looking nice.
0: Yeah, tomorrow should be a better day.
1: I think so. I think they got the jitters out of them a little bit.
0: Yep. I'm excited.
1: All right. Me too. See you on the other side. We're going to get a little sports talk. Sp- Remix! Sports talk in. See you there. All right. Since I talked until no one wants to listen anymore last segment, Eason's going to start us off with this segment of sports talk with a little usasaka.
0: Usa, usa, Saka. I love it. Yep, still the number one hit on Spotify for yep. us. Look it up. Um, I it's wish. not there. It's an episode. You can listen to that episode. You just
1: go back and if you're good at editing stuff like this, just cut every time we do that and just put it together. You could probably by now have a good four minute song. Yeah. Go I for would it. Say.
0: Bet you won't. Triple dog dare you.
1: <laughs> I skipped double
0: dog dare you. Oh. Let's see what you do. <laughs> All right. What you got, Easton? Uh, so women's soccer. Um, the U.S. women's national team ended up winning it all. No congratulations! Way. So proud of you, ladies. Of course, it I was I'm kidding. a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Um, really surprised Alex Morgan didn't score. Not for lack of effort. She had a few great shots, a couple off the post. It was just, it was incredible game to watch. Um, Rapino obviously. Oh, also want to apologize. For the past, I think I was calling her Megan Rapino, but the final game I watched and wasn't just clips, so I actually heard her name pronounced Rapino. So now I can redeem myself for Rapino. So
1: I've probably said it before too. I don't so, know about on here, but it happens. Yeah. Rapino.
0: I guarantee it's gonna happen again later this episode, so stay tuned.
1: So Megan Rapinoe no, played no, no, really not, well. I wasn't
0: talking about Rapinoe. I was talking about some other athlete's oh. name. <laughs> It'll happen again. So stay tuned and try to figure out which one it is. Okay. So, but they had they had a great game. Um, another uh, PK from uh, Rapino and then um, Rose Lavelle had a whiskey, goal. Whiskey, whiskey yeah, on Wisconsin. So it was uh, it was a great game, and um, both goals were in the second half, a little bit later. But um, it, it felt like the U.S. Uh, had pretty much dominance over the entire game. It did.
1: Like, I don't think I ever felt, maybe when it was 0-0, which was for a while. It was. This yeah. was the longest, well, no. Wasn't this the longest, I, I can't remember this because I missed the beginning of the game. I'm pretty sure it was the longest game that someone held us at zero point. They held us, at. I'm sorry, this held us scoreless for the longest. And I think it was only 12 minutes. I could be wrong on that.
0: I don't know. Uh, Rapino scored in the sixty-first. Is that the first for, goal for this, for this for this game? Yeah, penalty oh. kick.
1: So that definitely was the longest because before that, I know the longest in this whole World Tournament, World Cup tournament, the longest we were held scoreless was twelve minutes. Oh, really? And so if she scored in the sixty-first, that was the first goal. No, you're right. It was scoreless at halftime. That's why. Because okay, because yeah. I missed the beginning of the game, but I, I know I saw it zero zero for a while because I started watching maybe the thirtieth minute. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so definitely the longest that we were held goalless during this World Cup tournament, which is wild. So yeah, yeah, nerve wracking, but but still, even to then, it never felt like we were at a disadvantage. It right. felt like we had control of the game.
0: Yeah, and especially, I mean, one one stat you can look up to like realize that is, I mean, we had 17 shots. Netherlands had five. In shots on target, we had ten, and Netherlands had one shot on target. Yikes! So yeah, so, they just
1: really didn't even have a chance at scoring. Yeah. It And like. I think
0: their their one on target was a corner kick. Uh, they had the they had a real tall chick header, and it was it was close, but we, we I say we, because I'm oh we a U.S. citizen. we, but yeah we we yeah, no not French oh we, yes we we we. Okay, Uh, but I mean the the game. It felt like U.S. really controlled it. Even when you look at the possession, I mean it's not much. It was fifty four percent possession by the U.S. But um, so
1: that's pretty pretty even. A little bit of an advantage for the U.S. But yeah, but that even just speaks for itself. That only fifty four percent of the possession and seventeen shots, ten on net. Like
0: yeah, that I mean they played really well. Yeah, it was. I mean like it was exciting. Even though it was stressful, just because I was waiting for one of those just to finally go in, and man, I was I was really surprised Alex didn't score. But it was it was a great game.
1: It happens. I think the best gameplay, or at least the best performance of that day,
0: was the
1: social media appearance from the U.S. team yeah. <laughs> after
0: the game. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. They were uh, definitely enjoying themselves, and it, How was, it was so funny.
1: Is it? You go into their locker room and they're like double fisting. Yeah, like two fisting freaking Budweiser.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, America, baby. Yep, shaking champagne all over the place with their ski masks on or ski goggles on. And uh, yeah, it looked like a good time. And congrats to the women. So thank you for bringing a World Cup home, getting your fourth star. Amazing.
1: Which now, what did I tell you? That was... How many do we have 40% of all World Cups in the women's there's division? There's something crazy like that, yeah. Because I think there's only been any that started in, like, 92 or something like that. So there's only been, like, maybe 12, 11, 10, something like that. So, yeah, we, we have the vast majority. Easton's going to look that up while I move on. He's going to interrupt me, and I totally am for it. Uh, he's going to interrupt me as I'm talking about our next subject. Congrats to the U.S. women's soccer team. Super proud, super happy. We're finding out what percentage of all-time World Cups you own. As I move on to the news that you've all been waiting for, the biggest news of the past—it could have—it might be the past four to five years, for as long as Odell Beckham's been in the league. Established in
0: 1991.
1: So first one in 91, and how many have there been? You could do the math. You could do 91. To nineteen, one, two, three,
0: that's eight,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so we own half, fifty yes. percent, of World Cups belong to, of you of, of women's World Cups belong to the USA. Talk about domination. I'm here for it. So for the past four or five years that Odell Beckham Jr. has been in the league, he has slowly but surely been growing his hair out. He's got that blonde head that we all know. I mean, it just looks good on him. He works it. No longer at the SBC showed up, clean cut, cut off, high and tight fade. Actually looked really good, kind of miss his long hair. I thought he pulled it off really well, but no more long blonde hair for Odell. It is a clean cut look for him for the time being, and we'll see where he goes from here. And he, and so you had a bet with one of our players last year, and you lost. Or not, it wasn't even a bet. It was like, if you do this, if yeah, we score I, I 40 if, if or something. If our
0: team scored four more touchdowns, that they could choose my next haircut. Because I had a crazy fro going on. It was completely grown out. So I said, four more touchdowns, you can pick my next haircut. That was my deal with the quarterback.
1: And they chose. Marcus oh, chose.
0: Odell Beckham's haircut.
1: So if he had chose that now, it'd just be a haircut. Yeah. But then... You shaved your sides all the way down. You and let it be all the way down the back, almost like a fat mohawk and, and dyed it a blonde. Yep. Wow. I did it. I'm a man you of my did, word. You did, but now it's gone. Like, that's it. Yours is gone. His is gone. Odell copied you. Oh. So you copied Odell and you've got a clean cut right now. Yeah. Odell then turned around and copied you a few months late, but nonetheless, he heard and he copied
0: you. He's probably keeping up with Instagram or probably.
1: something. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Do you want to talk about
0: Melvin Gordon? He's your guy. Uh, on Wisconsin? Yep, go for it. Uh, Melvin Gordon has said that he is interested um, in leaving the Chargers if they don't give him the money. Basically. Show me the money. Basically. And Show me the money. He, he actually has a cool kind of
1: thought process behind it. And it's that I want to be here. Like, I love L.A., but I don't mind walking if I don't get what I think I'm
0: worth. Which he's one of the best running backs in the league currently. Easily.
1: I'd say probably top five. Yes. Easily. Could make an argument for that, maybe even higher. And he does it all. He he blocks, he runs, and he catches balls. I mean, it's fantastic. Very good player. And uh, basically, what he said about it was that guys like Le'Veon Bell... Fought for guys like him to be able to get paid, and so what would you know? What would that say about what Le'Veon Bell's been doing if he just accepts what he doesn't think he's worth? You know, less than what he thinks he thinks he's worth, and it makes like what Le'Veon Bell did worthless. You know, and and then the guys that come after him would have to work harder for for what they're paid. And it's funny because now we live in a league that it was like running backs were kind of they like came by the bunch. Like you just put a running back in, and you've got a good O line if as long as he's a hard nosed runner. You could do it, and now they're expected to do so much. They really are valuable, but at the same time, they still kind of, there's a lot that do it, you know, because yeah. they're almost they used brought to up.
0: Be, used to be a dime a dozen, like, oh, I'm not going to do it if I'm not getting paid. All right, well, you have like a those, nice day. We got this other guy ready to yes, go. Yes,
1: exactly. Like, the receiving back was a dime a dozen. Well, when it started a few years back, what, maybe five years ago, they were kind of a dime a dozen. It was like, oh, my gosh. It was like Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson three, four years ago. Had 80 catches and over a thousand yards. Are you kidding me? And now it's like, wait, you had under 50 catches and under a thousand yards? You're trash. You know what I mean? Right. It's totally different league now. It's, yeah, it's
0: adapting. You're expected
1: to have at least 50 catches and expected to hit a thousand yards rushing. And it's like, it's, it's wild. So, so he's one of those guys that can do it. He's one of those guys that can have 80 plus catches, 100 plus catches and come close to a thousand yards, if not exceed it. And so he's worth it. We'll see it, what happens. Honestly, we were going to talk about this last week, and I haven't got an update on it. So he might have got paid since we talked, since we looked at it. I don't think he did. I think I would have heard about it, but um, yeah,
0: I haven't seen anything either. I know he's been hanging out at uh, the University of Wisconsin Madison campus. Uh, he's been hanging out with uh, um, James. No, not James. Yeah, James White. He's been hanging out with James White. Oh, nice. They were both hanging. Both out Both Wisconsin there. guys. Yeah, because they were talking about uh, Jonathan Taylor coming up this year. So incredible player. Just saying that he's gonna break the record for rushing yards by a sophomore, by a junior.
1: Yeah, I mean he's already got, I he's got the most by a sophomore already. Yeah. So I mean he's going for most for a junior. or th- three thousand rushing yards already in two I years. I think
0: he needs like five hundred yards to break it. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna shatter it. For the, I think it's for the most rushing yards in college. Yeah. My question
1: point. with Jonathan Taylor is he's obviously crazy talented. How much of it is your disgusting offensive line, though?
0: And we did lose a few of those big guys. Yeah. One, one to the Dolphins. To the Dolphins, yep. So we'll, we'll see. see
1: what he can do. He's going to get a chance to prove that it's not just the O line. Although you guys produce O linemen like crazy. That corn fed country.
0: Apparently, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is also holding out to get a new deal. Really? Yeah.
1: Right now? Yes. Wow. Breaking news who he's holding out to get a new deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got here? Uh, Wimbledon. Hello. Tennis. Don't watch it. Hardly ever. Watch every Wimbledon every year. And I tell you, every year Wimbledon comes around and I watch it. And I think, why the heck don't I watch more tennis? It's so exciting. It's, it really is one of those fast-paced sports. What did I say? Fast-paced, fast-paced sports. And it's so easy to get into, it's easy to, well, I say it's easy to understand, really the scoring and the rules make zero sense, but once you grasp it, it's just kind of, you understand it. Fantastic Wimbledon this year, obviously we talked about Coco Goff earlier, Um, she made it to the round of 16, got eliminated, Serena Williams did not win this year, the women's side was great, but what I really want to talk about for a second is just how stupid and incredible the match was between Djokovic and Federer. It was insane to the point that I'm trying to eat dinner with my family at my grandma's house after church, and I had it on, and I just couldn't focus. Like, it was so incredible. Not only did it go, I think, almost five hours, but it, I mean, it was just the perfect rivalry game. It was like each set went back and forth, so... In
0: Federer's story, he's kind of back on the rise, like being one of the top male athletes.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, there was a point where it looked like he was getting old, so he kind of dropped a little. And then the past two, three years, he's been up in the top three to five. it It
0: was like him and Nadal for a while.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, him and Nadal still have what is considered the greatest match of all time in 08. I would argue this could challenge that. I mean, just... Just looking at it on paper looks like a crazy match. You didn't even have to watch it; you could just look at the stats and say, "Okay, Djokovic won the first ma- the first match, but that had to go into to a tiebreaker." Roger killed him on the second match, six one. So not a great not not or uh, sorry, not match set. Roger killed him on the second set, six one. Not a great set for Djokovic. Third set, Djokovic wins another tiebreaker. So that means they, they hit, you know, Djokovic hits seven games. So it's seven six seven sets to six sets. They got to go to a tiebreaker round. Then Federer wins on an even 6-4, you know, or six games to four games in the fourth set to tie it up again. And then they go and play 25 games in the fifth set. Yikes. Because for whatever reason, again, tennis doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. They don't go to first to six, and then if you hit, you know, if you tie at 6-6 six, six, or you get to 7-6, you, you go into a tiebreaker. Still don't understand that part. Apparently, you go win by two to 13, but since they didn't, no one won by two to 13. It was 13-12 for Djokovic. Or no, 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 because that was the tiebreaker match. So It was 12-12. So they t- that's what it is. So you tie at 6-6 six, six in a regular set, and then you go to a tiebreaker, and t- winner that gets that, that, that game. Um so the last one, if you tie 12-12, then you go into a tiebreaker. That tiebreaker went to only 7-3. So Djokovic kind of killed Federer in the tiebreaker. But three tiebreakers out of the five sets. Yeah. Four, I think, and I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was four hours and 55 minutes long. And tennis matches can usually, sometimes they can last 45 minutes, honestly. if a, if Let's say someone just, just sweeps and just wins the first two sets in a normal match or the first three sets in a match like this. It can go forty five minutes to an hour. This went five hours almost. Yeah. Incredible That's a game. A lot
0: of time, a lot of athleticism.
1: And none of it was boring. Like honestly. They even didn't the slow six slow down at all. It didn't. Even the six one set that Federer won was, was impressive. Because what's crazy is they both were, were playing so well that even you can almost see points coming in tennis where like one player will be stretching the other player out, and you can see them setting them up, stretching them farther and farther and farther to the right, and then just smash it to the left, and they can't get to it. They would do that, but they would get to it. Like, it was stupid, some of the shots they were making. And not only would they get to it, they would get stretched, 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 and then have to get back to it, but then their return would be unreturnable. Like, it would be in a crazy spot that then the person that just worked that hard, whether it was Federer or Djokovic, to get that point, ended up getting scored on because of their. Re- it was... It was incredible. I love tennis. Can't wait to not watch it until next year. Anything else you gotta add there?
0: Um Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> I watched her one match in Buffalo Islands and she's pretty great. Tell but us uh, more. Um she was You sound really enthused by this. Where was she? She was uh <laughs> oh she was a runner up for for uh Frank, what was it at the ESPYS? She female tennis player or female? I think it was she was a runner-up for like up-and-coming athlete, breakout athlete. I think breakout athlete. Okay, yeah, she's a runner-up. Very for good athlete. Very good player. Yeah,
1: cool. Okay, I just got into tennis for a second. I'm gonna complete that again. I talked my face off, but it's because it was so impressive and incredible. Um, what do we got next? Let's see. I think we're moving on to our next segment. See you on the other side. All right, we are going to jump into the segment we were going to finish with last week, which is Twitter Twitter Certified. We're going to run through it because it's going to be so outdated, and then we're going to do our very last segment, and we'll be done.
0: Our week late Twitter Certified. Week late.
1: We didn't change these, so these are not Twitter Certified from today. These are from last week. Also, quick thing that we noticed last week in Twitter Certified that I noticed, I have been meaning to call this Twitter Verified for the entirety of of this show so for the whole life of take it or leave it i thought this segment was called twitter verified because like the check mark that was my goal in my head
0: was like verified
1: yes and i've been calling it twitter certified which is wrong and i'm not gonna change it that's the name (laughs) of the segment we decided we're not gonna change it we were like man just roll with it too late it's already twitter certified yeah so twitter certified you want to start
0: uh sure because my first one was uh that last week was july 11th which was slurpee day so if you missed it
1: happy slurpee day you missed it be sure to go to 7-eleven and get a slurpee free slurpee
0: yeah there's six ounces just make sure to do it next year because uh you forgot this year or you got it this year just go today
1: just bring your wallet just in case okay bring your wallet
0: happy slurpee day
1: so my first one was Josh Norman. Yes, the cornerback uh, played for the Carolina Panthers. I believe he's still with the Redskins. Uh, there is a video on Twitter I just had to mention. I don't know what he was doing, why he was there or, or what, but he was at one of those things where they're like a rodeo, essentially, and he jumped over a bull. Like wow. straight up, a massive animal was bucking around, and he just jumped over it and it was pretty impressive.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just, like Could I'm you imagine I'm just going to jump over this bowl real quick. Could you imagine like
1: yeah. 20% of that's like athleticism like sweet you jumped over a bull. 80% of that is like thank god it didn't kick slightly this way where you were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz it's bucking the whole time.
0: Or buck its horns and stab yeah. you like pierce You're, your leg. Yeah.
1: Your your career's done. But still impressive. Yeah
0: uh my next one was rihanna was i guess trolling she was supposed to be releasing new music in july and she released some video like not gonna happen or i forget what it was since it was last week but it was something in the video where this this girl in the video says like it's it's not happening or something like that something to that effect
1: wow what a troll yeah
0: yeah so I, don't, I honestly don't know if she's coming out with new music or not, if she's just trying to get more, like, uh, I guess people talking about it so then she can yes. drop it or she's what it is. She's
1: trolling by making us think she's trolling, and she will come out with music.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, but I guess keep an eye out. Question mark? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> eye emoji? If, if she's coming out with it or not. Uh, my second one,
1: Nick Young, a.k.a. Swaggy P., this one blew my mind. I think it's still just as surprising reading it now as it was last week. He said he was asked on a podcast or, or some interview, "Who rolls the best joint or blunt that you've ever encountered?" Now I had to look that up because obviously we don't know what that means. <laughs> a blunt is used for smoking marijuana.
0: Stay off the, the weed. weed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was all in quotations marks. Quotation marks. Stephen A. Smith. Yep.
1: Copyright. No copyright infringement, please. Nope. And he answered, so so I could be, again, asked who rolls the best blunt. He answered one name, didn't even elaborate, just that's it. Steve Kerr. And <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? Is he trolling or is it like it's it's out now? And the funniest response I saw to it was, Oh, now I totally understand why Steve Kerr sits at the end of bench, not giving up. Blink. I was like, true. He's just chilled out the whole time. He don't care.
0: So, out in Cali. Pretty interesting. (laughs) All right. My next one was Guy Fury, or as Britt likes to call him, Fieri. There it is. Um, (laughs) Tweeted. That in the culinary justice system, taste-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In Flavortown, the one dedicated detective <laughs> who investigates bland food is the leader of an elite squad known as the Sketchy Chef Unit. These are guys' stories. Dun-dun. <laughs> it was a whole, like, oh law and God. order Flavor Town, And, like, he Shut. was... Up, like a little series about it I guess that But dude's wild. I don't know if they're getting Law and Order Flavortown or not But if they are I would like to be on the Sketchy Chef Unit so Speaking
1: some... of Guy Fieri One of my favorite tweets Right now it's kind of past due now Is when people were like saying hear me out And then like suggesting people for like Little Mermaid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> And they like put up a picture Of him wearing a purple shirt With his spiky white hair as Ursula <laughs> Yeah <laughs> oh right!
0: Like next <laughs> no, to like me out.
1: <laughs> next to each other, it looks so perfect. Yeah. It was like, no, I could see this for sure. Yeah, it was oh, great. Good stuff. Okay, my last one. It's actually fitting that I say this now because it's festered for a week, and now it's the number one like meme type like trend going on right now. Last week it was the brand new Facebook event that was Storm Area Fifty One. And this is Easton's current favorite <laughs> meme trend right now. I love it, it. It is so funny. But this last week, it was like just starting and it was getting there. Like it was getting rolling and they got like over 400,000. I'm sure it's way higher now, but like over 400,000 signature, like <laughs> people to <laughs> say that, that they were going. that they were attending. And boy, has it taken off since then? Like, it's, yeah, it's so funny. Incredible. And like all the different
0: memes that people are coming up with it. It's great definitely a good way to spend your day
1: it is incredible and it's also like an easily memeable thing like i feel like anybody can make a funny meme for it so it's even better because there are a ton of funny memes like the one there's ones of guys working out getting ready to like free (laughs) the aliens and And then has
0: a guy in a green morph suit carrying him on his back
1: (laughs) and then there's of course like like then the conspiracy theories theories is like is this the government trying to trick all the crazies to come to Area 51 to kill them all? Or is it just the aliens tricking them all to, to rescue them? Or to kill everybody that believes in aliens so that they can still hide under the radar? It's like funny things. That, I mean, just very good
0: stuff. And there, I saw one that was like a clip of The Simpsons like with uh, someone <laughs> yeah. taking a pic, like picture with the aliens. like <laughs> They've like never cop. been
1: wrong. Or like <laughs> a cop or a security yeah. guard taking a picture with the aliens. At Area yeah. Fifty One, dude, so funny, and then like battle plans of like who's gonna run where, yeah. like like the Naruto <laughs> runners Naruto like up the runners. middle, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the vape clouds can cover us, so like <laughs> the the guards can't hear us. The Kyles punch holes in like the <laughs> in the walls, yeah. Oh,
1: so good. Okay, that's my last one. Ethan, what's your last one? Uh, the guy Fury. Wait, that was only two. Oh that no, you started. Third. Yeah. So that was three. My bad. Okay. Very good. We're going on to our last segment, which is going to be a treat. All right, so we're wrapping up today with one we haven't done in a long time. I actually, I think the last time I actually did it was when I was still on my own before Easton joined the show. I've never done it. It is called Onboard and Overboard. It is, in my opinion, it's, I like the segment and just we haven't had much to do it on because... With the dead season in sports, uh, there's not a ton of crazy takes out there. So um, this one is going to be a special edition, though. We're doing Onboard and Overboard Madden Edition. So Madden just came out. All the ratings just came out. Um, So just to revise your memory or refresh your memory, Onboard and Overboard is basically we're going to pick things that we agree with and then some like, okay, yeah, like I'm on board with that. It makes sense. And then some that are like, eh, it's a little crazy. Let's step back for a second. Think about that. So we did a Madden edition. So we both chose three of each. So I chose three uh Madden ratings that I thought were a little overboard, that I don't agree with, and then Easton and then the same thing for on board three that kind of maybe to the first look is like, eh, it seems weird, but then when I think about it, it makes sense. I'm on board. And Easton did the same. So we will start um I'm gonna let I Easton started last segment first, but I'm still going to let him start this one first because I've talked
0: a ton, I feel like. You want on board or overboard?
1: Let's start with your choice. I don't care.
0: All right. I'm starting on board. Perfect. And it's going to be the combo of Thielen and Diggs. Hey, uh No Vikings bias guy. here, you know. No skull. bias. Uh, 94 and 93 ratings. I mean, they both played phenomenal Who last year. Who got which? Uh, Thielen, 94. Diggs, 93. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I just think it might be because one Th- was their primary receiver. Yeah,
1: he he did have better stats. Yeah, so I mean,
0: again, stats aren't everything. But He's a little bit bigger too. So that's I, true. I mean, it it makes a little bit sense in my head. Walk but on, yeah. yes, like yes, at, like both college and yes. NFL, NFL. Correct. Yes. Incredible, unreal, dude. So, dream on, dreamers. You can still make it. But uh, yeah, so I was definitely on board with those two, getting those ratings and having the best uh, duo according to Madden um, ratings for best duo wide receivers. So wide receiver duo. So
1: my first on board, and I agree with that one as well, by the way, both incredible. Like them a lot. My first on board was actually one you kind of disagree with. I don't know if you included it, but... Uh, Was Jared Goff? Jared Goff came in. To include it, he came in at an 83 rating, which at first look you think, ah, I don't know. The stats are kind of there for a higher rating, but after thinking about it, I think that's about right. I think he has room to grow, and he can get into that higher 80s, maybe even 90s rating. But after coming off such a bad season before Sean McVay, and then with Sean McVay, the the intense turnaround, I think we got to see more from him. And with as good of a coach as he has, I think he's going to have stupid numbers in order to get the recognition as like an individual, like he's a good quarterback. So I kind of agree with the 83 for now. If he has another good season, like he had, he's got to be a high 80, low 90, maybe, maybe even higher, depending on how good of a season he has this year. So I'm on board with Jared Goff for now, but but we'll see what he can do. I think he has the ability to be much higher
0: all right my uh first overboard is larry fitzgerald i know he's old but it does not deserve an 84
1: oof especially because he's like clearly the best player on that team last year
0: yeah and pretty much every year yeah i mean there's patrick
1: peterson and david johnson but still like Fitz is nasty still yeah
0: Eighty four just seems a little ridiculous for me with how sure of hands he has. You know, I yes he's getting older. Okay, but he's still performing. You know, so I I just disagree with the eighty four. I think he needs to be bumped up. I agree.
1: I agree with that. All right. My first overboard is Juju Smith Schuster. You should like this and agree.
0: Juju's my boy.
1: Eighty eight rating. When now I want to compare this to Antonio Brown who got a ninety eight. When Juju, even though it was barely, was Big Ben's favorite target, caught more balls, had, I think, 300 more receiving yards on only like 10 more balls, he did have half the touchdowns on AB. So AB's got that, 15 touchdowns for AB, 7 for Juju. But almost 1,500 yards on over 110 receptions?
0: He's an 88.
1: Oh, and that's an 88. Like that is at least a 95. Like I could have almost said, A B 98, Juju 95. I get it because of the touchdowns. That's fine in in the previous track record, but 88. Like, if the sure-handedness, the bi- he's got a big body, yeah. like fast blocks, like crazy. Such a good and just puts work in. Like did not like that.
0: I mean if, if I if you told me guess what Juju was rated, I would have guessed a ninety three. Is what and, I would guess. Yeah, guessed. yeah.
1: I would say yeah, at least. Like and even that I might have been like, eh, probably about right, maybe a little higher. Like could be a little higher. But an eighty eight, like I'm I don't like that.
0: So I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um my next onboard, so my second onboard was Travis Kelsey at a ninety six. Yes, I like Absolute that as well. Absolute stud. He is. Yep. And he was the highest rated tight end, only in 96, but he's the number one tight end. Stupid good. Could have been a little higher, but... He's not to that point of being over-dominant like Gronk was when Gronk was in 99. Yeah. He still has to work to get that Madden 99 join that club. Yeah, he's still young. That's why I like it. He's 96. He's got a little bit more room to improve and just become the absolute stud that that is there he just hasn't just 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 barely there you know he needs to really come out this year and i yeah. think he can do it especially with pat and mahomes and by the end of this year it could be updated to a 99 yeah that's true updates one are of the best things, are happening you yes know, one of the best things that happened in madden
1: is is internet to <laughs> get yeah. the weekly updates um no totally agree especially with the loss of kareem hunt and possibly tariq hill he's going to get a lot of looks um, he's a stud and he's really good looking too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a married man. I can say that he's a good looking dude. All right. My second, uh, what are we doing on board? I had to go with one of the 99s Khalil Mack. Can anybody block him? I, I truly don't know if he can. Okay. I take that back. Can anybody block him for an entire game? Cause I did just see film of Laramie Tunzel, who's a good left tackle, but for the Miami Dolphins, had a few plays where he blocked him well, but for an entire game, I mean, the dude came into this that Bears team and immediately the first game he played, like one half, he had like two sacks and a strip and a and a fumble force. Like, love it on board with it. One of the best, I think, already one of the best pass rushers we've ever seen. Obviously, he's got to put up the stats for the next few years to to maintain that. But as far as just eye test and and kind of seeing what he can do and how talented he is, love the ninety nine rating.
0: All right. My second overboard is Tyron Mateyu or Tyrion, Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew. So, however, you Hey, know, it
1: happened the Rapino.
0: Yeah, there there, there was. There was my Rapino it's Rapino. rapino. No. Yeah. So, um, that we made it. You found <laughs> out who it was. <laughs> but um, my the reason I got him overboard is because I was going through all his tweets and he had literally everybody's back. He may have complained about his own. I didn't see it, but he had everybody's back, and the ones he was arguing made sense. <clears throat> like he said, Drew Brees should never be under a ninety-five. Agree. Agreed. And like there's a few people that he just kept listing. I was like, you know what? I could agree with that. I could agree with that. And it's just, you know what? I got your back, bro.
1: So wait, he's on your overboard?
0: Yeah, he should be higher.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so because you got <laughs> So because he's fighting for everybody else, you're fighting for him. Yep. I love it. Dude. Yep. Freaking, <laughs>
0: only an eighty-seven Madden. Who are you? Spin Zone, dude. Like, <laughs> a- I got your back. I don't oh, care if I know dude. how to say your name or not. I got your back, Tyrion Matthew Matthew Mateu <laughs> Mateu Tyrion
1: Tyrion Lannister. I mean, <laughs> what? Oh, dude, so funny. I love it. So he's got everybody else back. So you got his. Yep, absolutely love it. 100%. I've got a Spin Zone here for you. This is the one I told you was a surprise for you. My second overboard. Ryan Tannehill, a 74. Overboard?
0: Overboard. As in too high?
1: He should be a 62 <laughs> <laughs> at, at the highest. Okay. Ryan <laughs> Tannehill cannot be, cannot be 74. Okay. Got to be like 62 is his cap. Okay. Maybe as a wide receiver, he <laughs> could be like a 74 maybe But <laughs> he played in college. So I don't know. But quarterback, I don't see it. Overboard. He's way too high.
0: I think you're just overboard on him as a person in general. Or, no, not a person. A football I was going to say, as general. a person, he's a really nice guy. I mean, as a football player, I think you're overboard.
1: He's. I'm not unhappy that he's not on the Dolphins anymore. Yeah.
0: So say that. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, quick back up Tyrion Mateu. Ty- Tyrion Mateu. <laughs> Ty- Ty- Matthew. Ty- there you go again. <laughs> He uh, <coughs> has actually improved in every single category. So just want to throw that there. There you go. More tackles, more assisted tackles, more sacks.
1: He's actually a really good player, and he, he was one of the best, in my opinion, like safeties. They call him the Honey Badger, if that's a little easier for you. Um, when he was with the Cardinals, he was... the Honey Badger? <laughs> is that what you're going to The Honey Badger? <laughs> oh, dude. But yeah, when he was at the Cardinals he was nasty and then he kinda went to the he's with the Texans now, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Uh he kinda got he was hurt, banged up, but still a good player. Um Oh wait, no, so it's your turn. I almost yep. went again because back
0: to the uh onboards. Yes, onboard. Last onboard. My last onboard is uh T J Watt. I liked it. Uh he's up to an eighty two and I like what he's doing in the league so far in uh on Wisconsin, but uh just like what he's doing, and I'm waiting to see the updates because I know that 82 is going to grow this year. Yeah, because I think so too. He, he's growing as a, as a person, as a player. Like, and I really like what I've seen. But I'm I'm content with the 82 for now. But that number will grow throughout the season. And they guaranteed. like him in Pittsburgh. Guaranteed, he's, it'll grow by the end of the season.
1: Yeah. Eric, we talked to Eric, Eric a friend of ours, my uncle. He, a uh, huge Steelers fan, likes TJ Watt. The Steelers get yep. yeah, the Steelers like him a lot. Yep. I agree. I think he's gonna keep going up, but he's in a good spot. Uh, My last on board, another Watt, JJ Watt. What? What? Say what? Nope, that's not this segment. Um, (laughs) JJ Watt, because and the reason I included him, he's a '97, so it's like I'm just on board with that. But mostly, I included him because when we were looking, I first said, "Wait, '97." I feel like he had kind of a down year, and he did. For J.J. Watt, he had 16 sacks. So I was like literally thinking, I feel like 97 is too high. I don't remember him doing much. And it was like because he just had a down year for J.J. Watt. Like he didn't have 50 sacks. So, um, yeah, 16 sacks for J.J. Watt. He's a beast. Coming back from all the injuries he has, just a stud. Really like the 97 rating for him.
0: Go Watts. Go Watts. Um, On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. My last overboard. <laughs> My last overboard is kickers. <laughs> All kickers.
1: <laughs> so what like
0: 32? You gotta imagine there's like at least another
1: 32 in waivers, so the like highest kickers? kicker
0: the highest rated kicker was Justin Tucker and he is an eighty-seven. Jeez Louise. So I guess this I think guess Madden is overboard on kickers in general. That's
1: crazy because remember, because Justin Tucker is a good kicker, right? And remember, 87, 87. there used to there used to be like ninety-nine rated kickers. Adam and Vinatieri, like, yeah. that's who I always chose Vander, on every Jack, single franchise
0: uh, I was able to have. Gostkowski recently, yeah.
1: Even Tucker recently—that's um,
0: wild. Shoot, who was the one uh, for the
1: kicker or for the Dallas Vinatieri? Cowboys? Did I already say Vinatieri? Yeah, you said Vinatieri. That was yeah. the Patriots and then the yeah. Colts. Vanderjack was back when Minnittary was with the Colts. Vanderjack or Minnittary was with the Patriots. Vanderjack was with the Colts. Who was the Dallas guy that uh, the Bears didn't they pick him up?
0: Um, I know the oh Vikings gosh. picked up an old uh, Cowboy kicker, oh, Dane then, Bailey. Yes, Bailey. Yeah. Yes. Okay,
1: so it was you guys. I thought for some reason it was the Bears. No, it wasn't the Bears. Cause that's right because they had the double double doink.
0: The double doinka. Yeah,
1: that was it. That was late too in the season. So
0: Cody uh, Parky. Yeah, Cody Parkey.
1: Go ahead and Parkey back at home and don't come back. <laughs> so Bears, player, Sorry Bears fans in. All right. I like it. So kickers are Madden's overboard and then kickers just the audacity.
0: Yeah. 87, dude.
1: And last but not least, my last overboard going back to another Steeler. So we started my overboards with Juju Smith-Schuster, ending with James Conner. He was ranked in 83. And... Uh, I understand that, you know, he has a great offensive line and he didn't have the production necessarily that Bell had with the team, but when you look at his stats, I mean, he had over 50 receptions, almost 1,000 yards, I think like 12 combined touchdowns, something like that. That's got to be at least an 88 to a 90, right? I mean, it's pr- those are pretty solid stats for especially a young guy who, you know, he just I know we weren't. We can't take this stuff into account, but just beat cancer like two years ago, three right. years ago. Like, and then he comes out, Le'Veon Bell, with the situation the team was going through, AB's shenanigans, and Le'Veon Bell sitting out, and he comes in and has that kind of season, like really took over for them. Crazy fantasy player. I mean, yeah. thought he could be a little higher, but anyways, that's my over. I'm overboard on that. I think he should be a little higher. That's all
0: I got. You got anything else? Any any? I got I got something else for you. Sure. Pick your favorite person on your list. Okay. Like a favorite, favorite, whatever. Doesn't matter. Favorite player, favorite, whoever on your list. Pick your favorite.
1: Probably have to be Juju.
0: Okay. Um my favorite on my list would have to be I'll go Diggs. Digsy? Yeah. Okay. Now, we're gonna make a bet here. <laughs> on air.
1: Another one. Yes. Have we even kept track of the other one?
0: Yes, I'm winning. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make a bet. You know what? Well, uh, Yeah, we'll make a bet. Who do you pick? pick? So you pick Juju. Where do you see his rating ending at the end of the season?
1: That's tough. Because I know they don't go up a ton week to week. But at the end of the season, AB yeah. gone... Ninety
0: four. See so you see him at a ninety four. See him
1: jumping six points.
0: Jumping six points. That's impressive. I like it. I like it though. Um, see, I, I want to do this with TJ Watt what the bet's gonna be? The bet is like who can improve the most. Well, not who can improve the most, but the bet is like. Here, you know, I'll I'll change I'll change the I'm because I messing with the wager in my head. Okay. The wager is gonna be a jersey. Okay. And I was going to do Jersey of the Player. Oh, but you want to do – that's that's good. Wait, uh, like, But I want so a Diggs jersey. <laughs> oh, you want a Diggs jersey. I'd right. take a
1: Juju. Ju- ju- I'd wear it.
0: Yeah, see, I love I'm not ju- going to ju-
1: pick – I mean, the only Dolphin on here, a Dolphin, would be a Tannehill jersey. That right. would let you off easy because you'd right. got, buy it for probably but 5 bucks. But you know
0: what? I'll go with TJ Watt because I want to, like, actually – because I would say Diggs. Oh, Diggs will be in 95. He'll go up two points by the end of the season. You know, something like that. Yeah. But uh, with the updates, I want to go TJ Watt. And I'm going to say he's going to jump, uh, will, he, will he cusp a 90 or maybe stay at an 89? He's going to jump a lot, I, f- I figure.
1: So what are we doing? Who So who gets closest to their final? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Whoever gotcha, gets gotcha. closest to their final. Gotcha. So, so I'm already technically winning because I'm within six where you're, if you go 89. No, you'd be within 89, i be within seven. Yeah, so just and barely. And okay. be within eight. eight. Okay. But gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: If he can get to that 90, and I say like 88, and I miss it by two points, and you're closer by one, or something. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, honestly, actually, I'll to be say TJ Watt breaks 90. TJ Watt hits 90. So you got to give me one. Hits 90. Yeah. So 90 your
1: mark, or 91? No, 90. 90. 90 okay. is what TJ Watt will end right. the season with. You heard it here. In two F. Steelers. So someone's getting a Steelers jersey. Should what? we just buy we, an we, Eric size and just give it to Eric? We, we could just
0: choose. A jersey. A, the win, the okay. winner is a jersey.
1: Okay. You might pick a Juju jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I might.
0: Baker. <laughs> yeah, Baker would be a good jersey. I like Baker.
1: I literally don't have a single dolphin that I can think of right now that I think
0: I want that jersey. Kenyon Drake. Not really. I mean, he's he's, just, he's good, but he's gonna be. Dan gone. Marino.
1: I could do like an old oh, school. Oh yeah, there you go. That'd yeah, nice. throwback jersey. Oh, so, but the cheapest Dan Marino jersey I've seen is like eighty bucks. That'd be rough.
0: I mean, that's not, think about that, that's not bad when I mean, you think about jersey prices. Yeah, like I guess. Legitimate jerseys, that's not bad. I wouldn't, Bet's on. Yeah, all right.
1: Bet's on. So, hot sauce and jerseys we got going right now. <laughs> I like it. I like it, too. Okay. Let's keep it going every week. Oh, no. We can't juggle that many. <laughs> we
0: forget. Uh, I already forgot what the first one was. <laughs> I, forgot.
1: I forgot some of mine. Uh, it was no, the Bama, opinions. Yeah, I said Bama won't make the playoff. Um...
0: My my first one came true was Kawhi. Yours Kawhi was, wouldn't
1: be a Raptor, you said, right? Yeah, yeah so that was yeah, so right. So they won't be in Toronto. I said KD and Steph or K D and Clay would not play another game yeah. for the for the Warriors. Warriors. So that's wrong already. Well you got half point. Half point. Yeah, half point. Okay, so I've got point KD five there. right now. You've got one full point. Yep. I think that's all we know right now. Yeah.
0: Mine was Jonathan. What was my last one? Mine was Jonathan Taylor uh, Heisman. Okay. And then last one was uh for me, it was Cleveland being number one in their, in their division. Gotcha. And yours. What was my was... last one? It was
1: Bama won't make the playoff. And then. Brady. Something about Brady. Brady has a spectacular season or it was something some... of that matter. But maybe. I don't know if I elaborated and said doesn't make the Super Bowl or play, or win a Super Bowl this year, but has like a, a
0: crazy season.
1: Well, MVP. Yes. That's I think I said. I said Brady M- wins an MVP, MVP this year. MVP,
0: whether he goes to Super Bowl or not. That's right. So, so we got at least. Yeah, we got a while. So February. We got a while, yeah. So this hot sauce I can build
1: up my tolerance. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening and bearing it with us. Put two weeks together. We only had, you know, it's only a little over an hour, so not bad. Thanks for sticking it out. We love y'all. Uh hit us up on social media, take it leave it bh on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh we love you guys. Peace.
0: Take it leave it.